Hey, Deacon Bob. Is the Maccabees reading 15 to 30 or 15 to 29? Hang on a minute. 15 to 30. Did I put 29 down? No, no, you didn't. The internet is weird. Okay, cool. I got it. All right. Our psalm tonight is Psalm 144 on page 519. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 144 on page 519. Blessed be the Lord my strength, who teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My hope and my fortress, my castle and deliverer, my defender in whom I trust, who subdue my people that is under me. Lord, what is man that thou hast such respect unto him, or the son of man that thou so regardest him? Man is like a thing of naught, his time passeth away like a shadow. Bow thy heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Cast forth thy lightning, and tear them, shoot out thine arrows, and consume them. Send down thine hand from above, deliver me, and take me out of the great waters, from the hand of strangers. Whose mouth talketh of vanity, and their right hand is the right hand of wickedness. I will sing a new song unto thee, O God, and sing praises unto thee upon the ten-stringed lute. 
Thou hast given victory unto kings, and hast delivered David my servant from peril of the sword. Save me and deliver me from the hand of strangers, whose mouth talketh of vanity, and their right hand is the right hand of iniquity. That our sons may grow up as the young plants, and that our daughters may be as the polished corners of the temple. That our garners may be full and plenteous with all manner of store, that our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our fields. That our oxen may be strong to labor, and that be no decay, no leadeth into captivity, and no complaining in our streets. Happy are the people that are in such a case. Yea, blessed are the people who have the Lord for their God. Glory be to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 15th verse of the second chapter of the first book of Maccabees. The king's officers who were enforcing the apostasy came to the town of Modin to make them offer sacrifice. Many from Israel came to them, and Mattathias and his sons were assembled. Then the king's officers spoke to Mattathias as follows, You are a leader, honored and great in this town, and supported by sons and brothers. Now be the first to come and do what the king commands, as all the Gentiles and the people of Judah and those that are left in Jerusalem have done. Then you and your sons will be numbered among the friends of the king, and you and your sons will be honored with silver and gold and many gifts. But Mattathias answered and said in a loud voice, Even if all the nations that live under the rule of the king obey him and have chosen to obey his commandments, every one of them abandoning the right religion of their ancestors, I and my sons and my brothers will continue to live by the covenant of our ancestors. Far be it from us to desert the law and the ordinances. We will not obey the king's words by turning aside from our religion to the right hand or to the left. When he had finished speaking these words, a Jew came forward in the sight of all to offer sacrifice on the altar in Modin, according to the king's command. When Mattathias saw it, he burned with zeal, and his heart was stirred. He gave vent to righteous anger. He ran and killed him on the altar. At the same time, he killed the king's officer who was forcing them to sacrifice, and he tore down the altar. Thus he burned with zeal for the law, just as Phinehas did against Zimri son of Salu. Then Mattathias cried out in the town with a loud voice, saying, Let everyone who is zealous for the law and supports the covenant come out with me. Then he and his sons fled to the hills and left all that they had in the town. At that time, many who were seeking righteousness and justice went down to the wilderness to live there. They, their sons, their wives, and their livestock, because troubles pressed heavily upon them. Here ends the first lesson. Together the Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 25th verse of the 16th chapter of the book of Acts. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awaking from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called with a loud voice, saying, Do yourself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light, ran in, and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and all his family were baptized. Now, when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them, and he rejoiced, having believed in God with all his household. And when it was day, the magistrates sent the officers, saying, Let those men go. So the keeper of the prison reported these words to Paul, saying, The magistrates have sent to let you go. Now therefore depart and go in peace. But Paul said to them, They have beaten us openly, uncondemned Romans, and have thrown us into prison. And now do they put us out secretly? No, indeed, let them come themselves and get us out. And the officers told these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that they were Romans. Then they came and pleaded with them and brought them out and asked them to depart from the city. So they went out of the prison and entered the house of Lydia. And when they had seen the brethren, they encouraged them and departed. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Nunc Dimittis. Lord, now us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the protector of all that trust in thee, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy, 
Increase and multiply upon us thy mercy, that thou being our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal, that we finally lose not the things eternal. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Uh, do you want to jump right back to the collect for a second? O God, the protector of all that trust in thee, um, that thou being our ruler and guide, we may pass through things temporal, that we finally lose not the things eternal. What we see in our passages tonight is uh, examples in both the Old and New Testament where people have made decisions that uh, they, will, they will hang on to the eternal rather than the temporal. So just a little more background on Maccabees. Uh, Alexander the Great, who's now Alexander the Dead, has people, his, his uh, um, minions are taking over, and their minions are intent on destroying the Jewish faith. And the Jewish people are something the Greeks had never seen before. Uh, they kept laws, they were uh, uh, valued education like the Greeks, but they had one God. And that was so totally uh, foreign to the Greeks that they didn't know what to do with the Jews. So what they saw was that the weakest part of their defense in their empire, as they had to defend themselves, themselves against Rome, was Israel. And so they needed Israel to be a part of the program. And so what they tried to do is, is wipe out the religion. And how they were going to do that was make the religion illegal. Uh, the king made the calendar um, illegal, so the Jewish people were really into time. You know, it's the time of the year we do this. It's time for this this uh, feast and and um, and this special time. So uh, the Greeks came in and they made them sacrifice to pagan gods. They were sacrificing unclean animals on on the uh, altars of the temple, and the penalty for disobedience was is death. And I think we recently just read about women who um, had their sons circumcised in accordance with a Jewish law. And when they were caught, they would, have, they would be killed with their babies uh, hung around their necks. And uh, it was just like, it's, it's so um, evil, it's hard to even imagine. But these people, uh, they, they were the people that were, uh, were more concerned with following God's law than they were with their own lives. And uh, so they would die with that faith that they followed God's laws. So the king's officers sought to induce Mattias, Mattathias, who was a leader and a, and a priest, and they wanted him to sacrifice, and they reasoned that if he did that, others from Israel would follow his lead. And I love his answer, and he said, and it says, he said it in a loud voice, even if all the nations that live under the rule of the king obey him and have chosen to obey his commandments, every one of them abandoning their religion of the, their ancestors, I and my sons and my brothers will continue to live by the covenant of our ancestors. Far be it from us to desert the law and the ordinances. We will not obey the king's words, turning aside from our religion to the right hand, to the left. And it came to mind, if you compare it to Joshua 24, and if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river, 
or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So what we see is this, this uh, choice we have is to serve the Lord or serve the world. It, it keeps getting repeated throughout history and, and it continues to be repeated and, and believers still have to make that choice. So elsewhere in Israel, the, the Jews had either been compliant or faced death willingly. So it's um, very possible Mattathias and his allies really surprised uh, the, the troop of soldiers who didn't think there was much about these Jews that was very military or, or tough. And so they had like a over, um, uh, overconfidence in, in their safety and they didn't expect the rebellion. And the rebellion that followed was more than just a war of Jews against Greek. It was a, the sad part, it was a, a war, a civil war of Jews against Hellenized Jews, the Jews that went with the Greeks. And this division also led to a further division. And we see this, the Sadducees who followed only the written Torah and the Pharisees who followed the written and the oral Torah, oral Torah. And we see that they were at odds with each other and uh, for, you know, even in Jesus time. And what happened was this, um, the Kings put the, um, the Hellenistic Jews as the chief priests and the chief priests um, and the temple became very, very corrupt. And so it was a, uh, a problem they had as they went into the into Jesus time. So we re, we celebrate the revolt of the or the Jews celebrate the revolt of the Maccabees today, and it's during Hanukkah. And so it's a it's a war it's a story about a war of Jews against Greece, but it's also a Jews against themselves. And it's a struggle for physical not only for physical freedom freedom, but it's a struggle of ideas. So this type of religious persecution wasn't known in that time in human history because in the past. Everybody with the pantheistic gods, they didn't care if you wanted to worship, but, you know, the more gods, the merrier. But at this point, and again, I mentioned the military importance of Israel to them, and it made them, uh, you know, want to try to change the Jewish people. And I believe they found out they can't do that. So we go into Acts, and here are Paul and Silas. And as we know from yesterday, they were thrown in prison for uh, casting out a demon and, and losing money for the um, people who owned the girl who the demon came out of. And so I wanted to point out, while they're in prison in this place where they don't want to be, and they're praying and singing hymns to God. And I think sometimes when I have trouble, I, I get better at complaining and, and uh, moaning and complaining. And so we have to remind ourselves that our, our goal is to worship God, and that if we do that, I think we'll have a better time, even though we are facing troubles at times. And so the earthquake happened, the, the jailer thought he was going to uh, have to kill himself because he would be held responsible for the escape of the prisoners. And Paul and Silas said, no, we're all here. And he said, what must I do to be saved? And so he says that the answer is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And so they have, you have to believe he is who he claimed to be and believe in what he did, um, which is not a um, mental thing. This belief is is a willingness to live and die for what you believe. In other words, I will stand up for it, uh, much in the way that Joshua stood up, um, Mattathias stood up, and as Paul will end up standing up. So what happens is Paul calls on his Roman citizenship because they beat him without a trial, and at his release. And so that's a chain of events that will take him to Rome, spread the gospel throughout the land. Also, it leads him to his death. And I was thinking about this as I'm thinking about these verses, and I asked myself, did Paul bring about his own death with these words? And it seemed like that might be so. And then I came to the realization that Paul, like us, was already dead. He died with Jesus in baptism and came out of the water a new being, 
and a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, free from fear and confident in the knowledge that his life, this life is temporal and the kingdom of our God is eternal. So with those thoughts, and if we meditate on that and remember that we live in an eternal kingdom, we're already members of that kingdom and we're um, resident aliens of this one, that we can say with David, as he did in the beginning of our psalm today, uh, say that, um, blessed be the Lord, my rock. So God is our foundation as he was David's foundation, solid and unshakable. Let's continue with the uh, intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. 